Good morning, everybody. Welcome to It's a Religion. Ehud, son of Dennis, coming to you live from the Middle West of the divided states of America to the Republic for which they stand, two nations under God, quite divided with liberty and justice for some. And if you have a D by your name when you run for office, you've got a 86% more chance of winning due to many things in your favor, apparently. Mail-in voting and machine counting and people who just want you to win and will look the other way in counting votes and whatever. So when you get back to Election Day, paper ballots, no machines... Um, as my wife says, even then there's going to be issues, but it seems to me it's still a better way. And before the machines, we never had week-long vote counts. Before mail-in votes, we didn't have mail-in or uh, week-long vote counts like we just saw in Arizona, where they stole an election from Cary Lake. It's very obvious. And, uh, you know, I don't know. Uh, I don't know what to say. It's, it's, um, it's been a, uh, it's been a difficult, uh, difficult deal. What can I say? Um, but with that, we're here to encourage, and even though you can feel very low about something in the daily grind of, uh, life, what do we look to, toward for hope? What do we see? You know, someday Christ is going to come back. In this show, we believe in the Lord God of the Bible, the Jehovah Jireh, our provider, and uh, his son, the Lord Jesus Christ, who came to save us and is now with the Father in heaven, keeping an eye on things. And it's, uh, it's interesting, to say the least. And uh, so we keep moving, we keep going on, and we keep hoping that today might be the day that uh, the one who is righteous, the one who sees and speaks truth, and um, that he would return and, and fix this mess we made for ourselves, even though he already did. I mean, did he not fix the mess? A little over 2,000 years ago, he gave us what we needed. He still gives us what we need every day. I just read that in Ephesians. But my God will supply all your needs through Jesus Christ. So here at It's a Religion, we start with the Word of God. Genesis 19 is where we're at. We're going to read through the entire Bible and uh, have it on record here. Be kind of... Need to be able to go back through it then. The two angels came to Sodom in the evening, and Lot was sitting in the gate of Sodom when 
Lot saw them, he rose to meet them and bowed himself with his face to the earth and said, My lords, please turn aside your servant's house and spend the night. Wash your feet and you may rise up early and go your way. And they said, No, we will spend the night in the town square. But he pressed them strongly, so they turned aside to him and entered his house. And he made them a feast and baked unleavened bread, and they ate. So angels eating. Interesting. But before they lay down, the men of the city, the men of Sodom, both young and old, all the people to the last man surrounded the house. So the entire city comes out. I wonder how many people were there. And they called Lot, called to Lot, Where are the men who came to you tonight? Bring them out to us that we may know them. Lot went out to the men, and the entrance shut the door after him, and said, I beg you, my brothers, do not act so wickedly. Behold, we have two daughters who have not known any man. Let me bring them out to you, and do to them as you please. Only do nothing to these men, for they have come under the shelter of my roof. But they said, Stand back. And they said, This fellow came to sojourn, and he has become the judge. Now we will deal worse with you than with them. And they pressed hard against the man Lot and drew near to break the door down. So there's a mob and he's out there trying to calm things down. And they're trying to basically do evil to these visitors of his. But the men reached out their hands and brought Lot into the house with them and shut the door. So somehow they managed to get him out of that and close the door. And they stuck, struck with blindness, the men who were at the entrance of the house, both small and great, so that they wore themselves out, groping for the door. Now, you'd think that uh, at that point, these people would be dispersed and go away. Then the men said to Lot, Have you anyone else here, sons-in-law, daughters, or anyone you have in the city? Bring them out of the place, for we are about to destroy this place, because the outcry of its people have become great before the Lord, and the Lord has sent us to destroy it. So Lot went out and said to his sons-in-law who were to marry his daughters, Get up, get out of this place. The Lord is about to destroy the city. And he seemed to his sons-in-law to be jesting. As morning dawned, the angels urged Lot, saying, Up, take your wife and your two daughters who are there, who are here, lest you be swept away in punishment in the city. But he lingered. So the men seized him and his wife and his two daughters by the hand, the Lord being merciful to him, and they brought him out and set him out side the city and as they brought them out one said escape your life do not look back or stop anywhere in the valley escape the hills lest you be swept away and lot said to them oh no my lords behold your servant has found favor in your sight and you have shown me great kindness in saving my life but i cannot escape to the hills lest the disaster overtake me and i die behold the city is near enough to flee and it is a little one let me escape there is it not a little one my life will be saved he said to them behold i grant you this favor also that i will not overthrow the city which you have spoken escape there quickly for i can do nothing until you arrive there therefore the name of the city was called zor so the sun had risen on the earth when lot came to zor and the lord rained on sodom and gomorrah sulfur and fire from the lord out of heaven and he overthrew those cities and all the valley and the inhabitants of the cities that grew on the ground but lot's wife behind him looked back and she became a pillar of salt. Hmm. Quite the example. Longing for evil. It seems to me, either that or maybe she was just curious. Abraham went early and in the morning to the place where he had stood before the Lord. And he looked down toward Sodom and Gomorrah and toward all the land of the valley. And he looked and behold, the smoke of the land went up like a smoke of a furnace. So it was when God destroyed the cities in the valley, God remembered Abraham and sent Lot out to the midst of overthrow 
when he overthrew the cities in which Lot had lived. Now Lot went up out of Zor and lived in the hills with his two daughters, for he was afraid to live in Zor. So he lived in a cave with his two daughters. And the firstborn said to the younger, Our father is old, and there is not a man on earth to come into us after the manner of all the earth. Now let us make our father drink wine, and we will lie with him, that we may preserve offspring from our father. So mom's gone, and the daughters are basically doing an evil thing here that they're not supposed to do. So they made their father drink wine that night, and the firstborn went in and lay with her father. And she did not know when she lay down or when she arose. He did not know. The next day the firstborn said to the younger, Behold, I lay last night with father. Let us make him drink wine tonight also, that you go in and lie with him, that we may preserve offspring from our father. Makes me wonder, where did they get the wine? Unless they brought it with. So they made their father drink wine that night also, and the younger arose and lay with him, and he did, and he did not know when she lay down or when she arose. Thus both the daughters of Lot became pregnant by their father. The firstborn bore a son called his name Moab, and he is the father of the Moabites. And the younger also bore a son called his name Ben-Ami, and he is the father of the Ammonites to this day. So the Bible does signify different people groups uh, as part of its narrative, if you will, and how it shows uh, the development of, of humanity throughout time. And I think it's, it's okay to do that in a uh, reality. Um, because people are different. You know, the Japanese people as a culture are different than the United States. The British people as a culture are different than people of Nigeria. But <clears throat> that doesn't mean they're a different race. Because they're not. We are all humans. And I really think if we got away from the idea of race completely, uh, we would be much better for it. But one side uh, gains too much power from that, from keeping people hating each other because of differences. And I even see that on supposed Christian posts and things like that that just trouble me. <sighs> but it is the way of the world, not the way of God. So let's look on our brothers and sisters that are creating God's image differently today than we did yesterday. How about it? Lord God Almighty, thank you for another day. Thank you for your provision, your guidance, your wisdom, for destroying Sodom and Gomorrah as, a, as an example to the rest of us of how evil is supposed to be treated and how it will be treated someday again when you return. So give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the power and the glory and the honor forever and ever. Amen. Thank you, everybody. Got to make it quick today. Have a great day, and we will talk to you tomorrow. Lord willing. Thank you, Lord, for the small things like me and her on a porch swing. The summer nights and fireflies and the sound of my old six string. Blessings on blessings on blessings on blessings if I still got breath in these lungs. And that's all I need to get down on my knees and be thankful.